To those of you listening to us on the internet, to the men and women in our armed forces, wherever you may be, to our members and guests here at beautiful Savior Lutheran in Milwaukee, grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Word of God upon which we base our message this morning is based on two of the readings um, for today. First of all, Matthew chapter 5, also known as the Beatitudes, from uh, where we hear the poor in spirit are blessed because the reign of heaven is theirs. The people who are mourning are blessed because they will be comforted. And then also from Revelation, after these things I saw a large crowd from every nation, tribe, people, and language. No one was able to count how many people there were. In the name of our dear Lord Jesus Christ, who rules over all of his saints, the ones here on earth and the ones in heaven, my beloved. Got a picture here of a fairly recent Robbie reunion. This was two years ago for uh, Peg and my uh, 45th wedding anniversary. So we all got together for a little family reunion. Uh, when the Robbie family gets together, and this is from my mother on down with all the married and all the kids and grandkids, there are 107 of us. And so I thought, you know, even if I gave you a 30-second introduction of all those people, it would take close to an hour. So I decided not to do that. But uh, we're not going to be talking about my family. And this morning I'm talking about your individual families. What I want to talk about this morning, according to these words before us, is our family. The communion of saints. Brothers and sisters who all go by the same common name of Christian. We are all children of God by faith in Jesus Christ. Now, uh, we recognize today from Holy Scripture exactly who saints are. Saints are people who are holy, declared to be holy by the blood of Jesus Christ. People who accept that declaration of holiness are saints. And so we have some saints sitting here this morning, and we also have some saints who are already in heaven with the Lord. One day there's going to be a family reunion of everybody together, saints on earth, saints in heaven, all together in the new heaven and the new earth. I don't know about you, I've attended, uh, attended some various different family reunions in different locations. Uh, we went out one time to Irvine, California, uh, another time to Okaboji, Iowa, another time to Forest Lake, Wisconsin, People have family reunions. And then there are family reunions. Two events that always produce family reunions. When someone dies or when there's a wedding. When there's a funeral or when there's a wedding. It seems like people gather. I want to talk this morning about two specific uh, family reunions that I'll never forget. One was in July of 2006. The entire Robbie clan, 
planned for a family reunion on the weekend after 4th of July. But on July 5th, my father died suddenly. And now a family reunion took place sooner than what was planned. And I remember that family reunion because it was in church. And there were, it was a funeral. And there were all those pictures on the picture boards. And there was the casket. And there were all the little grandchildren asking, What's wrong with Grandpa? And trying hard to explain to a three-year-old and a four-year-old and a two-year-old what heaven is all about. And there was Pine Lawn Cemetery. And there was recognition of heaven, that there was a, a life and a death and a life again. And so it was a family reunion. You ever think about it? Every time we get together here as members of Beautiful Savior, it's for a family reunion. And also every Sunday there are little family reunions going on all around the world. People getting together to remember somebody who died. Somebody who died, our brother, our Lord Jesus Christ, of course, who rose again. And we recognize every time we get together for these family reunions a life and a death and a resurrection. Just like Jesus, so also like us. And so we recognize here that we are family. Oh, we're not blood relatives, but we are all related by the blood of Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 5 is a description of the saints here in, in, on earth. The poor in spirit. The people who are mourning. The ones who are persecuted. It's a description of us. When you become a saint, you recognize that you are poor in spirit. You don't have anything to bring to God. You are a person who is in mourning recognizing all the terrible stuff going on in this world and also recognizing in repentance our own sins. And all of these descriptions of us are so imperfect. We, we attempt to do them perfectly, but they're so imperfect. No such thing as perfect repentance. And how about we're the ones who are persecuted? We don't even do that perfectly either. It says, rejoice and exult when you're persecuted and ridiculed because your reward is great in heaven. The only one, actually, who was perfect for us that this, this, uh, fits all these descriptions was none other than our, our Lord Jesus Christ. He was poor in spirit. He emptied himself completely. In the Garden of Gethsemane, he told his, his heavenly Father, my, my soul is sorrowful unto death. He mourned. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. He was persecuted. He was whipped. And he was beaten and spit upon. And every Sunday as we gather together as a communion of saints, as a, the family of believers, we rec recognize the one who was perfect in our place. And we recognize how he said, wherever two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of you. Another family reunion I'll never forget. It was in 2009. It was a wedding, but very unusual. I had a nephew who was in the Navy, 
and uh, he decided he wanted to get married, and um, the only time that was available when he had furlough and leave was around Christmas. And so the invitations for the wedding went out about uh, four weeks before uh, Christmas. <clears throat> for the weekend, just before Christmas. Imagine that all the stuff, the busy stuff you have to do. And on short notice, everybody was there. There were Christmas trees on the altar. There were Christmas trees at the wedding reception. The pastor told uh, the, 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 uh, the groom, he said, you know, I don't think you'll ever forget your wedding anniversary. We all have an invitation to the ultimate wedding reception. And it will begin at short notice. One day when Jesus returns, the bridegroom will come to take his bride home to heaven. And that'll be a day when there'll be a complete family reunion. The saints on earth reunited with the saints in heaven to one again. I brought my evangelism cap along with me this morning. Bet you no other pastor ever put a cap on in the pulpit. My cap says 19. I like to wear it in the summer months. And uh, it's a good conversation starter because people come up and say, oh, what do you got that 19 on your cap for? Is that for Robin Yount? I said, no. I said, that's how old I want to be when I get to heaven. I, I, I like 19. You know, you, you know a lot about life. You have a driver's license. But you don't have a whole lot of responsibilities. And you're usually pretty healthy, not, not a whole lot of meds. Sort of like heaven. You know, a reason I mention that is a lot of times we think that once you get to heaven with the communion of saints that we'll be flying around in sort of a pink cloud. It will be a real heaven and a real new earth. And you will have a physical, metaphysical body glorified. Not invisible at all. As we hear from Revelation chapter 7 this morning, after these things I saw a large crowd from every nation, tribe, people, and language. No one was able to count how many people they were. They were standing in front of the throne and the Lamb. They were wearing white robes, holding palm branches in their hands and crying out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels were there. And... Uh, then the guy didn't know who they were, and so he asked me, he says, these are the people who are coming out of the terrible suffering. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. They will never be hungry or thirsty again. Neither the sun nor any burning heat will ever overcome them. The Lamb in the center near the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to springs filled with the water of life, and God will wipe away all tears from their eyes. They were standing. They had two legs. They were wearing. They had a body. They were waving. They had arms and hands. They were shouting. They had a voice. They had eyes, but with no tears. What a wonderful family reunion that will be when those saints in heaven are reunited with us, the saints on earth. Just exactly how we're going to be in heaven, though, with that family reunion, we really don't know. St. Peter tells us, consider this, the Father has given us his love. He loves us so much that we are actually called God's dear children. 
And that's what we are. For this reason, the world doesn't recognize us, and it didn't recognize him either. Dear friends, that's what we are, God's children. What we will be isn't completely clear yet. We do know that when Christ appears, we will be like him because we will see him as he is. Family reunions going on all around the world. Remembering one who died, but who rose again and lives forever. Many people around the world and in heaven waiting for the bridegroom to come and take his church to heaven with him. wonder what a picture that will be like. Too many to count, I'm sure. How is it all going to happen? St. Paul tells us that too. We are telling you what the Lord taught. We, who are still alive when the Lord comes, will not go into his kingdom ahead of those who have already died. The Lord will come from heaven with a command, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet call of God. First, the dead who believed in Christ will come back to life. Then, together with them, we who are still alive will be taken in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. In this way, we will always be with the Lord, so then comfort each other with these words. That's how the family reunion will take place. Two will become one again. Family reunion. Sundays all over the world. Family reunions here on earth. Big family reunions, small family reunions. But when it comes to the last day, the family reunion of the church triumphant with the church militant, and pardon my slang, I have to say, you ain't seen nothing yet. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Please stand. Peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. We confess our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried and the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, 
who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Please be seated.